0: everyone, it's Michelle and the
1: loudest and I'm your host Madeline Fenelon. You are his living episode read by all men. That's right. You are Jesus ambassador. This is the living episode project radio program. listening to the living episode project radio program and I'm your host Madeline Fenelon and I am in the studio, actual studio all by myself. But I have my beautiful co-host, Michelle, on the other end. Uh, Michelle, are you there? Hey. (laughs) How are you?
2: I'm good. Hey, Maude. Hey, everyone. Everyone? Uh, I'm good. It
1: it is good. It's good to hear from you. It's just, you know, you know, we're still okay today, Michelle. We're still doing good by God's grace. You know, 2020 has (laughs) been something. But God has been in control. He is still the King, the King of Glory, and the King of our heart, right?
2: Yes, He is still on the throne. He never left. He will always be there. And he's
1: there today. Amen. 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 But yeah, so Michelle, you know, as you know, um, it's only the two of us, so we're just gonna chat, right? We're just gonna Do chat. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this, you know, to, for pe for me, I am an introvert, right? I, I don't know if more, like, I'm into personality types because I am, I think it's when you know who you are, you can live a, f- a feeling life. So I've been studying my personal personality type a while back. And I, I believe God make us very unique and we are okay. to just discover um, who we are, and so we can start knowing what is it that God made us for, and we can live in okay. our purpose. Um, so, I, in my personality, is an introvert. For those of you who don't know, an, an introvert is someone who, someone who, um, someone who doesn't who. So yeah, I think you hear your sound because I'm calling. So <laughs> somebody's calling me. But Michelle, are you there?
2: I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> did you hear the beep? <laughs> I, I did not. I didn't hear that. I did not. Hear the beep.
1: <laughs> I know. So I, I have to cancel it. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So to say what I was saying, I was, I was, I was actually saying that my I'm an introvert and I. I, what it means is that I am, I live inside. (laughs) I'm more of a thinker than I am. And I'm someone who lives in the outside. I can spend hours by myself. In fact, this, this, um, shutdown, although it has, you know, I've missed my friends, you know, I've missed hanging out with friends at the beginning, but I can't actually, it wasn't a difficult thing for me because naturally I am a loner. Naturally. I want to be by myself because I find that that's how I thrive. Um, Mm -hmm. But with this season, though, no matter how hard of um, how much of an introvert you are, I find that you cannot help. But look what is happening outside of you. Right. Yeah. And I think with Mm -hmm. that, that can cause you to forget that God is actually with you, that you matter individually to God. And so and so I think I was thinking I've been thinking throughout the week and I think one of the verses not the verses scriptures that I that I've been dwelling on is Psalm 139 Michelle and I showed that to you and yeah
2: I, yeah yeah I mean uh Psalm 139 and I I know over the past couple of weeks we've actually touched on it here and there and Marvin I know you say you're an introvert but Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know, but um, I, I mean, I I, I think I, I'm a, I'm a balance. I think between introvert and extrovert. Um, but I am fine when I'm <laughs> by myself. And and in terms of the, the, the shutdown and everything, it's, it's it's also been an opportunity for um, people to. I don't know. I think I think people to first of all get closer to the Lord. Um, maybe read more, do, do things that are more, um, introspective, um, make connections that maybe you haven't talked to a family member in years. Now is the time where people have been connecting. So there, there are things that have been, I think, helpful, (laughs) especially if you do know the Lord during this time. But Mm -hmm. to your point, I also feel like it is a time where, you know, some people may say where, where is God, Mm -hmm. right? He, he feels far away when he's really not. And, and I think um, 139 speaks to um, his love and his presence in our lives. Exactly, exactly. I'll tell you, I
1: know. I, I tell you, I think around law school, that's when God really um, interfered with my natural tendencies of being mm-hmm. alone and not talking to people. I wasn't shy. I'm never shy, but I, I do want to stay by myself. But I think for God's purpose, he allowed, he made some change so I can start sharing his word
0: (laughs) and I
1: I talk when I need to talk. But when I'm, when I don't need to talk, I stay, I stay away from people and don't talk. But naturally I'm an introvert. I think, you know, with having an introvert, being, knowing your personality is to, find a balance like Michelle says I' it's to not change who you are but at the same time find balance because we do need people we do need to talk to yeah. people I see <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and there are times that that you know that sometimes people are um, probably including myself but sometimes people are frustrating you know and you're like I don't want to be like around another person you know because they, it, it's a challenge relationships and 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 just um, Day to day walking
1: with people can be a challenge, so yeah, it is. Um, so, with being an introvert, with knowing who I am, I think you do need people. But what I've done is grow allow God to you. I mean, I live in me, I don't talk, I don't, I, I live in my personality, I don't go out of my way to talk. I talk when I need to, and I find that's when I right. strengthen and that's when I am mm-hmm. my best when I live in who God made me to be, not who. I thought I should be or or who the world says is the best way to be or just always going out, always having fun, always well not always having fun because I can be home by myself and I'm having fun, just so you know. Right. <laughs> but always <laughs> going uh, and about. You know, but when you they, there's different kind of people and I find that we have to remember that God made us the way we are but in living and looking externally you see the troubles you see the problem and you kind of focus and even the prayer we pray for the external things of what's happening around our world and then Mm -hmm. we forget that wait wait a moment God has the things of the world will happen The, the hard things in this world will continue to happen but it God is interested in me. God is interested in my growth and my well being. And so I think That's right. Yeah, I think we, with the things that are happening in this world, we like Job said, man is born to trouble. We're always gonna have trouble in our lives, trouble happening in the world. And I know this situation is shocking to us because because we it's the first time we've seen things like that in our time, you know. Um yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But nevertheless, it has happened before because the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. So I just want to focus mm-hmm. on, on knowing who God, I mean, just go over Psalm 139. But I just want to say this. God says, we, I think we have to, Michelle, I think we have to come with the premise. God says what he means and he means what he says.
2: What he's right.
1: Mm-hmm. right. And I think we need, we need to really, I think without knowing that and embracing that, I think we're just going to be up and down and always going to and forth and, and not accepting what he says and, and he's what, and I think we have a tendency to project humanity into God. And this, what do I mean by that? In the sense that we project what we would do, to God,
2: yeah, I think what, that's
1: true. As if that's what God would do. But the Bible says God is not a man that He should lie, right? And mm-hmm. and, and I love when He says in 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 Isaiah 55, 10, 11, um, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed to the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, will not return to me void, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And we have to remember the Mm -hmm. the Bible is God's word. It is although it was pinned down by men, it is God's word. And I think we need to come with that premises and then we go to 139.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Marvin, I'd also like to add that, you know, remember also we talked about troubles and things that happen, but you know, Jesus said in the world, we'll have troubles, but don't basically don't worry because he's overcome the world. So we also have to, we, you know, we remember that. I like that. Um, When we, when we go through whatever we go through, in life, so so. First time, let's yeah. go. Let's go. I'm oh. <laughs> so just gonna be. You
1: want to start, or, or you want me to start? I tell you, uh, you can start, and I just think that I'll, I'll point out the one that are more important. Um, not more important that we okay. speak to me.
2: Let's speak to you. Okay, so from one thirty moment, we're gonna start from uh, verse one. Yes. Um, oh Lord, Thou hast searched me and know me. Thou knowest my. And I'm reading from the King James. King James Version. Um, Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and went up-rising. Thou understandest my thoughts afar off. Thou come past my path and my lying down, and are acquainted in all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but Lord, O oh Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Mm. And I just want to um, say here that what I find about this modeling, is basically, you know, what it says to me and, and what I find really um I guess comforting is God God knows God knows exactly who I am, like every thought in me before I even speak a word. Because he says, but there's not a word in my tongue but you you know it altogether. Like he even before I see <laughs> Or what I'm going to say, or what's in my mind,
1: mm-hmm.
2: he knows. He knows it already. There's nothing that surprises him. Amen. But about, I, yeah, go ahead. You know what? Do you what do you, what do you think about that?
1: I, I I think for me, I if what, I think why one of the reasons I wanted to focus on the premise, right? That he 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 says what he means, and he means what mm-hmm. he says. Although right here it is a psalmist talking, right? It's David talking. But remember that Timothy says the, the the Bible is breathed by God, right? It's God's breath and it's um to men. So it's first Timothy Second Timothy three, sixteen says, We know that the Bible scripture is God's word. Dictate to men for pen for penning. Um, I guess I was just <laughs> paraphrasing my own thing. But I think second Timothy three sixteen says, you know, the Bible is God's words. And so I think what it, for me, the fact that God knows me, it's, it's so, I don't know. It's, it's so comforting to me. And, mm-hmm. and I, there's a song that says, well, it's not even, a, there's a song, but there is also scriptures that says, while I was still enemies of God, he sent his son to die for me, right? And for me, I, yeah. another thing about my personality, Michelle, is that I tend to be a perfectionist. What that means is that I tend to see the negative. Not not folk, I don't live in the negative, but I tend to recognize mm-hmm. the negative, right? And so when I when I recognize my flaws and my mess and I see them and I tend to wonder, can God really love me? Can God really know mm-hmm. everything that is that I don't like about myself and still Mm -hmm. love me and, and decided to, to come and call me in. And the answer is yet. Yes. Sometimes you know, when you mess up or when you do something that is not up to the standard, Mm -hmm. you know, I I say you kind of like, well, God, do you really love me? And I, and I tend to, to think when he called me, he knew me. He knew everything about yeah. me. And the beautiful thing is is that he's working things out for my good, but he's working in me so I can become more like his son. So I I, I think for me knowing me and searching me it means what it means. He knows me. It's, you know, I know you Michelle, but I don't know everything about you. Right? Well, I know right, I know a right. lot about you, but I don't really yeah. know you. Know you like you know yourself, and yeah. like God knows yourself, and even you, you don't know yourself as God knows.
2: Yeah, you. I mean, He knows us to our very core, right? And I feel like even with whatever we have about it, that's messy, because only God is perfect, and we are kind of messy people. Yeah, um, you know that He takes what we may see as negative in our lives or negative traits that we think we have, and you know, you you see Him. Um, in the Bible, use individuals with, with traits that that could either be used in a positive or negative way. I mean, even look at at Paul, right? Mm-hmm. When Paul was um, persecuting the Christians, but Paul was very um, what's the word for him? He was stubborn. Um, he was he, when he um, had a calling or or, or, or or when he had an objective, he was just straight for that objective, right? No matter what, so. Some of the things, I mean, he he had a sort of um, fervor about him. You know, he was very adamant about things. And God used that, used some of those traits, which which could sometimes be negative. He used that to um, help Paul just change the world, really, because of Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. right? So he became with arms and legs for, for Christ and used some of those things that he might consider messy, but
1: I want to say, I I know, but I also think that we have considered a lot of things as bad, right? I think we misinterpret a lot of things as bad. I think that's my opinion. I don't, but I'm, I'm convinced of it. I'm open to learning to change my opinion because it's just an opinion. Right. I think a lot, like, like people expect you to be smiling all the time. People expect you to just be, uh, easygoing person easygoing going in the sense that yes, yes, yes. Never know. Never tough. Never, never, um, mm-hmm. take a stand because that's what makes you nice. Um, right. and smiling and always telling people, I agree with you, you know, always saying I, that, you know, always agreeable. And I think, right. mm-hmm. I think we've misconcepts um, interpret what God wanted us to be and, The different personality in life. I think it's a perfect balance. like The Bible says there's a time for everything, right? A time to do everything. There's a time to to smile, a time to mourn, a time to build, a time to break down, right? So I think one of my favorite people, Michelle, I think I may be jumping here and there. One of my favorite people in the Bible is John the Baptist. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because he speaks to my personality so much. Is that he's black and white. There's no going around the the bushes. He just said very directly. Some people today would say John the Baptist is very nasty or very mean because he called it like it was. Um, But remember, God made him like that, like you were saying. God will use the personalities that he gave you for his
2: kingdom. Mm -hmm. For his kingdom. Mm -hmm. Which Which is awesome, right? And if everybody was just the same, you know, <laughs> there's not there's not a lot I think that could be um a- accomplished. Um, you know, and one thing Mom, when going back to um Psalm one thirty nine, I actually looked at the message um version
0: okay. which
2: is kind of interesting for these verses, right? So starting from this one in the message it says, God investigate my life, get over facts firsthand. I'm an open book to you
0: mm.
2: even from a distance. I like that part, I'm an open book to you. You know what I'm thinking, you know, when I leave and when I get back, I'm never out of your sight. You know, everything I'm going to say before I start the first sentence. Right. Right. And and I think that it's it's just, you know,
1: clarity. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, the thought part, Michelle, because remember I said as an introvert Mm -hmm. thought and thinking internally, internalizing things is how I primarily live. Right. So mm-hmm. the part that says, you perceive my thoughts from afar. Mm-hmm. I really don't like talking, Michelle, and I really don't. I find it <laughs> is out of my comfort zone to keep talking. When I need to talk, I talk. But when I constantly have to talk, I can't do it. But I find that it, in the praying without ceasing, I find myself mm-hmm. talking to the Lord a lot. And all of the, most of those talking is internally. Is my yep. thoughts and mm-hmm. silently talking to the Lord and mm-hmm. and 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 so I find that that thought the this portion of the verse is so good for me because it makes me realize that God is aware of what I'm thinking when I don't open my mouth to just but yeah. I mm-hmm. just thinking and I pray and it's not even thinking it's sometimes I just speak with with think without Uttering it. And can you imagine this? Can you imagine people who are mute? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can't speak. Mm-hmm. Does that mean because they are not uttering words, they can't pray to the Lord or have communication with the Lord? Right? So I think I love that for me. Yeah. It just make me understand I uh, realize it helped me just because I find that it's when I'm praying mm-hmm. quietly that's when I really capture the Lord
2: mm-hmm. I, that's what I, I feel mean. like um there, there are times when you know many times I have a running dialogue in my head mm-hmm. with god and it's it's in my head, I'm like talking to him in my head <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know silently, so you know that's that's um it's amazing that, you know, we don't have to um, speak aloud. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the Lord loves it when we do speak aloud, but we don't have to, to communicate with Him. Mm-hmm. And there are times, even, modeling because it says that, um, you know, the Lord can hear the groanings of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that we don't have the words or we don't even have the thoughts to speak in, in situations or even in prayer, you know. But, but there's something that's being communicated to our hearts. Like we, we don't, we don't have the word or the image or the, the thought yeah. to speak. And it. it could be because it's something so joyful or something so painful. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, that, that's amazing that, that we have many ways to communicate with the Lord and, and he, and he knows it even before we,
1: I love that. Utter I, it, you know, I love that though. I, there's a song that says he understand my tears, like to, to mm-hmm. the point that you were making that even my tears, he understand them. That I don't even have mm-hmm. have to 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 say a word just by crying here and okay. send them, but I want to say this, like I remember when I was taking god' for my as the god as my God, not the god of my family only, I was crying a lot to him because I was reacting to what was happening around me um mm-hmm. and and a lot of the things I was more blaming God, honestly I was. I was blaming God and, mm. and my thoughts and my prayers and my, my, I didn't know there were prayers, right? Well, I think they were prayers. I was talking to God. <laughs> I was blaming him, mm-hmm. you know, but I think what he saw, he saw something else. He saw the depth cry of my heart. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he answered yeah. me according to what he knows that I needed, And, and I think that is so powerful. Whenever I feel like, okay, God, I'm not speaking audibly to you. So maybe I'm lacking. He reminds me that remember the time that I w- responded to you is the time when you were not even speaking words. I knew your heart. Mm. I knew, yeah. I knew your heart and I knew I understood your tears and I responded like I knew to understand. And I sometimes say "Daddy," in God's case, that is that he really knows what's best, that he really knows yeah. what's best. <laughs> and I also want to add this, Michelle, you thinking about thoughts words are thoughts before they're spoken right that's why the bible yes. says mm-hmm. capture your thoughts capture capture mm-hmm. every thoughts right bring that lift itself above God any high imagination capture it you know mm-hmm. so yeah
2: and it's, it, and it may be um for some folks it may be that there are times when things come out of our mouths mm-hmm. <laughs> that we wish hadn't come out of our mouths or, um, you know, I, I, think to your point, we have, we have, we're able to capture those thoughts before be, those thoughts and that, that become words. we yeah. are able to say, okay, I am going to not say this, or I'm going to, um, think of something a different way. Um, we have that ability with God's help to do that. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, to capture your thoughts, I think it's, um, we should probably do that more. often. <laughs> and, and I think even that
1: process, right, before it's spoken is mm-hmm. is is is, is it, it's in the thoughts, right? It's silently. Right. And I love how God's word says be quick to hear, slow to speak. Yes. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I I forgot where you left off.
2: Um I think
1: I left off on uh, verse 4. Verse 4. Before Oh, I guess we verse just covered five. what we said, really. Before a word is in my tongue. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. You hear me? And, um, mm-hmm, go ahead. I was going to say uh, verse 5 and 6, because I feel like almost after verse 5 and 6, it kind of goes into a different um, phase mm-hmm. of the song. Um, and verse 5 is, you know, thou hast you set behind me and before and laid thine hand upon me. Mm-hmm. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me It is high. I cannot attain it. See, I love that part. What what are your thoughts on that? It's just, you know, that you're, you're, God is, he's behind me, he's before me, he's laid a hand of of blessing on me, he's going with me. I mean, it says, it says in um, Isaiah, and I don't have the the verse in front of me, you know, you will go before me. Mm -hmm. So, in all things, and I have one of my favorite. (laughs) Um, t-shirt that I have it says you go before me Mm. and I've had people come up to me and say well what do you mean by that right what is that saying on your shirt and it actually gives me an opportunity you know to say to them I wear this because I believe that God Mm -hmm. in my life he guides me and he goes before me into every situation and he's with me Amen. so it's one of one of my favorite um my favorite things to know about the Lord that in every step that I take, even if I feel uh, a little anxious about it, and I know we're not supposed to feel anxious, but you know, my hum- in my humanity, <laughs> there's <are> times that <laughs> that happens. Um, you know, but I, but I trust that you know I know He goes before me, and He's all basically all around, and that He's he really laid uh, His hands on me and on on my life, and in uh, terms of uh, Christians. His hand is upon us, right? So, and it's, it's an amazing thing that you can't, uh, you know, it's it, it's something that's kind of hard to, you can't figure it out, you know. It's so wonderful. It is, That this, that this happens.
1: Yeah, I, and I I like, I like that though. I I think for me, the simple way is having a bunch of security guards, and except the, <laughs> <laughs> except he God is invincible. Um, and 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 I'm reminded of of when Elisha and the servant they came after Elisha and Elisha the servant was so worried about the soldiers that were around him mm-hmm. and Elijah prayed and said, "Open his eyes so he can see that he that is with us is more than than them." Right. So I mm-hmm. I love that seeing like Elijah. So it's like the protection that is around us. It's like he knows everything. He is with us. This part is more like a uh, a more presence, right? Presence yeah, of yeah. being aware of us and 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 knowing our everything. And I love that it tells me. I seek to understand things a lot, Michelle. I'm like, why? The why is is why I'm living. I'm like, why? I always ask why. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta figure it out, right? <laughs> I do. And when I can't figure it out, it's so frustrating, but I love how God concluded for me. It's just like, it's too wonderful for me to know. It's just like you, the knowledge is too much. You can't really fully comprehend how God is really on your side and for you. So I love that. Yeah.
2: That's amazing. That's amazing. And then, you know, I feel like, um, as, as we go into, you know, the next, it's almost like another section, right? Because, because we start saying oh, yes, um I, love that in-
1: part. I actually love that part Michelle I, I like- yeah, do, you, do
2: you want do you want to read it <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure <laughs> I love the part where it says where can I go but finish your thought then I read it
2: <laughs> no no I was gonna say no I definitely um you know it's such a it's like a, a revelation right it's it's when you think about it as we go into this part of it is like he's, he's everywhere, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but go ahead, read it, read it, read
1: it. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wing of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If, okay. I should, if I say surely, the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. I love this part, Michelle. It's so, okay. There's so much about it. The fact that God is there. He's omnipresence. And I was telling the Lord, sometimes I, when I talk to the Lord, I tell him, yeah, you're there. I know you're there, but are you here? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you are aware of everything that's happening, but are you aware of me? I need that. For me, it is my lifeline to feel like I'm sick. Security for me is knowing that God is with me. I need his presence. I need to feel his presence. That is a lifeline for me. I must have that. And I must, because as much as I've been able to, God, God has been able to use me. I cannot do, I don't feel like I'm capable of doing anything without God. I can move mountain when I feel like God is for me. When mm-hmm. I feel it and knowing that God is for you, right? God is for you so long as you are his kid. But I, when you feel That's it, right. there's something of as, as a singer in worship, Worship person, right? I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I love the presence of the Lord. When I don't feel his presence, it's so miserable for me. The fact that I know he's there, he's presence mm-hmm. is so good. And I love this, the darkness part, Michelle. I, I mm-hmm. translate it to, to what's happening in our lives, right in our world right now. It could mm. be dark. Right now, it's dark for us. It is dark. We see it as a dark moment. But when it comes to God, it, it, when he think about his kids and us, his kids and us, I guess I'm part of his kids. And what is happening in the world, I think it's not darkness for him. There's still a bright future for me. There is still a bright future for you who are listening. Still a bright future for Michelle and everybody else and bright future. I want us to break down what we think is a bright future and let God tell us what is that bright future look like? And and I think of Job, Michelle and the moment that he was Mm -hmm. going through whatever he was going through was a dark moment for him and to him, there were no possibility of redemption. Even though mm-hmm. he said, "My, I know my Redeemer lives," and I think that was great. Well, I think I think I'm going to take it back. The fact that I, I think he doesn't, he didn't understand there's a future because he understood his Redeemer lived, right? So he yeah. knew God mm-hmm. would redeem him. He, I think, he didn't know how, <laughs> but he knew right. God would redeem him. So I think I take my last thought back that even though he didn't know, I think he knew his Redeemer lived, but in the moment he was living. It was very dark. The moment was very dark. But to God, God wasn't shaking and saying, oh my goodness, Job is going through such a hard time. God held it on because he knew he was in charge of his kids. He was in charge of the life of his kids. So I love that, Michelle.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think um, there's so many people in, in the Bible who had dark moments, but the Lord would stay with them and brought them out of it. And, you know, it, it's sort of like the dark, you know, the darkness in our lives doesn't prevent God from, um, doing his work, mm-hmm. right? And, and making, making the dark light, he's like that. I guess you can say the you know, you see that filter of light coming through and, you know, when you wake up in the morning mm-hmm. or, or when it's really, really so dark outside that you see the, the horizon and the light, the sun coming up, you know, with the rays of light. I mean, God is in, is in every, is in everything, um, it's it's like it's the same to to him the, the darkness and the light like he he's covered us I think he's covered his kids in, in light even though we may not realize it at times um, and he just he just is is, is all around us um, and and there are times even in everyday thing, um where I will say you know walking down the street or or, or at or. Um, if I'm driving or something and, and, and I was delayed and I see there's an accident, you know, a few blocks away from me, where I could have been in that situation. I've, I've seen things like that happen. I know, God, you, you are with me. You're leading me. You're guiding me, you know. Um, I, I say there times I have these conversations with God, you know, thank you because I know you've helped me every day and in every step of my life. So um, even in moments when we don't, you may not feel the presence.
1: Yeah. He's there. And, and, and you know what I love, though, is to acknowledge. I, I'm a realist, Michelle. Part of it is that I accept a realist doesn't mean that you don't hope. It's just I, I recognize what's wrong. I recognize if something is bad, it's bad. Um, I think we mm-hmm. need to recognize when we are in trouble and not trying to say, you know, let's just, let's just praise it out and dance and it's gone. Boom, gone. I think those are shallow right. responses. We don't deal with the neck, we don't deal with what we perceive as the pain. And I think mm-hmm. it's very shallow and we we what we do we we have a surface of faith. And uh, it's it's when you walk in the valley of the shadow of death. When you walk mm-hmm. in it. That is and you God brings you through. That is when you okay. know. You know without a shadow of a doubt that God is always with you. And God, you can actually go do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So I think recognizing uh, and acknowledging that, you know, life can be tough. And I recognize, I'm going through a tough time right now. It's not good. And I often tell God, it's not really good right now, Lord. This is not good. But knowing that my... (laughs) You know, you got to recognize this is not good. But knowing that my Redeemer lives... I mean, surely, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not think and the, the fire was a good thing. <laughs> surely, they did not right. think. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Surely, mm-hmm. surely um, more, Joseph could not think that being in prison was a good thing, but the outcome right. of it, what sprang from it, and what God was doing in it and through it, came out to be a good thing. And what's important is that I think our job is not to evaluate what's good and <laughs> to determine what, what's a good, what, how do I say this? I don't know how, uh, there's a statement that I think Charles Stanley says, obey God, obey God and leave the consequences to, to him.
2: Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm.
1: it's a matter of just knowing that I'm going to do me and God. I'm going to love God as I love God, as I can love God. It, it, that comes with mm-hmm. knowing who you are and who can tell right. you who you are. God can. My niece says today, I was having a conversation with my niece, not today. I always say today when it's not today, but it's this week. <laughs> it's <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I was not talking to my niece today. I guarantee you, I'm not a morning person. I wake up in the morning <laughs> to go to work and to do, do the show. So I was not talking it with my niece, but um, she said this week, we're having a conversation about what she want to be. She's 11, what she wants to do, her goal. I, you know, encouraging her to have a goal always. She's mm-hmm. still young, but always have a goal because it's when you have goal you can pursue life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so I was, you know, we we're talking about personality and she said, you know, oh no, I'm not um, a build- builder person. <laughs> I said to her, wow. well, well, you're just 11. <laughs> you don't know yet. I can't say that. <laughs> I can say that, but I think part of it is, I I think I'm forgetting where I was going with this, but I think part of it is knowing who you are. You have to know who you are. Yes. Do you love God for you? I love Jesus for Jesus. I think that's my, I pursue I love accomplishment. I love success. I do. I'm driven by these. I want to see fruit. I want to see things. I want to see them. And I pursue Jesus for them too. I, I seek Jesus hard for those. And I believe he's the one who put them in me. And I'm still in the prayer process because I'm still living where he can remove everything, mm-hmm. anything that he doesn't think it's of him for me. But until he does, I pursue Jesus for the dreams that are in my heart. But ultimately, I am in love with Jesus Christ. I always want to commit myself to loving him for him, loving him for the person that he is, because there will not be a career like we have a career on earth in heaven. There will not be cars like we need it here, but there will be Jesus, right? So I want to love Jesus for who he is, love Jesus for who he, he is. And then, what he does is what he does. Do I not grieve when he doesn't answer a prayer, like I hope? I do grieve, mm-hmm. but am I one unanswered prayer away from walking away from the Lord?
2: Right, right. right. So, and, and, and the other thing, Marlon, um, is, you know, it really keeps to trusting him, right? So trusting the Lord, even when we are in, in what we may think is a, a dark um a dark time, a situation, because he is always with us. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I was reminded of, um, where is this? I was reminded of Romans, like he we was talking about with these particular verses, Romans, um, 8,
0: mm-hmm.
2: versus 38 to 39, which is for I'm persuaded. I feel like it's very related to these verses persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is Christ Jesus our Lord
0: mm-hmm.
2: so he's with us he's he's you know omnipresent and and omnipresent um I, I do have a little definition here of it actually is to be present in all places at the same time so God just is not is not just with modeling uh, alone, he's with me, he's with you, you know, he's with us at, at all times. And I and I do want to say to those listening, if you're you find yourself in what you consider a dark place, don't forget that God is with you. He is with you. Mm. Um and if you if you are a believer, if you're not a believer, um he he's he's there. Just call out to him. He wants um, reach he for wants, him.
1: Yeah, he wants he wants to be there for you. He wants you. To enter that relationship with him, he does, and and again, I am not one of those people who preach and say, "Let's come to Jesus, and everything will be just rosy." Mm-hmm. That's a lie. That's a real lie. Um, but you will have eternal life, and you'll have more of a fulfilling life, and it's joyful. It is. It you can cry sometimes. It is. God, God, God actually blow my minds away. Um, the life that I perceive for myself before my, um, intimate relationship with the Lord is was, it seemed very easy. The life that I perceived for myself, right? It's, it was Mm -hmm. very easy. It's like one straight line, but then the life that Jesus actually gave me is not a straight line. It it entails a lot of pains, a lot of suffering, but the joy that comes, the joy that comes is more then then Mm -hmm. then it it, it overwhelms it over it outweighs the pains and i tell you this whether you a christian or not you will suffer pains and trouble you will it's best we do it with christ
2: right and and isn't it wonderful to know that we we are never alone Mm. um we we have him with us at all times through all things Mm -hmm. and um you know marvin you were talking about being with the lord and and Oh, it is so, it's so, it's liberating and you know it says in the Bible who the, who the son sets free it's, it's cool. free indeed and I, I truly believe that because there's a freedom about being in in, in Christ that is somewhat unexplainable mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know it's just that you you cast you know cast all your cares upon him you don't have to um, do, do life by yourself you know even if you're, you're single even if you are alone, even if you have family, even if you are an orphan, you know the Lord is the father of the soul and you don't have to do life by yourself.
1: Right, right. You can
2: do it with Him. He,
1: he's mm-hmm. a, he's he's a he's an adoptive he's an adopted father who's waiting for his adopted adopted son or daughter to come in and let's just come accept the adoption, live in your rightful place. Come and and. Come to know him. Michelle, you know what songs that I was singing last night? I just remember yeah. the songs of, well, it just came to mind. <laughs> it was like a childhood <laughs> song. I don't know if you know it, the word like, or like I have a friend who love me. You know that one? I have. I don't know if I know that one. Who loves me, who loves me, who loves me. No. You don't know this one? So the words, I, don't, I don't know it, but so go ahead. <laughs> but I, I'm just going to read the, the words. I have a friend who loves me. It's a childhood song. Who loves me? Who loves me? I have a friend who loves me, and Jesus is his name. He, and then he goes around and says, he loves me. He loves me with such tender love. You know, so he, he, hmm. we have a friend who loves us. Um, and he, he can be, you can actually enjoy doing life with him. And it will be exciting.
2: It will, it will be exciting. I think I think there's a misconception that if you're a Christian, that you live a dull, boring life,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right? And, and it, it is a misconception because there is so much to do. There is so much that God has called you um, to do. There's so much that he would put in your path. There's so many people you will put in your path, so many situations. And, I mean, it is for, for his glory, but um, when you're his child, he just makes your heart new and there's things that you might do that you never thought you would um you know so it's, it's definitely not a a, a boring existence. <laughs> it's an adventure that's right yeah, it's an you never thing. know what you never know what's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell you my
1: life is not what I thought it would be today the life that I have today definitely not um Mine look a bit, a lot different, you know, but I, I want to say, mm-hmm. I want to say, can we continue to, I, we may not have a lot of time, yep. but can we continue to at least 13? Can you take over with 13?
2: Okay. So 13 is, um, thou hast possessed my reign thou hast covered me, and I name. I will praise thee, so I am
1: I think you get, I think yeah. I think you're reading a different version than I am. Okay, go ahead.
2: Um, I'm reading I'm reading the from the King James version. Yes, yes. Um verse 14. I will praise thee for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I love marvelous are thy work. I know, and that my soul knows right well.
1: Can I change that this? <laughs> I think Yeah. I think someone like in today's way of being in society's norm, which I don't subscribe to. I don't subscribe to Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that society says. Like what David's saying this, I am wonderfully made. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your work look how great I am.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny.
1: (laughs) Look how great. You did a good job, God.
2: (laughs) <laughs> but, yeah i mean also when i when i when i think of like fearfully to me that means um i mean it's a positive fearfully yeah, it's, yeah. it's like exactly. carefully it's
1: like a, carefully like you took you put yeah. care in what you were doing it wasn't a sloppy work you actually carefully put me together and and and, and you know i'm a i'm a i'm a workmanship kind of i'm a i'm, I'm a what i forgot the word that i was doing i i I, I don't know what the word that I wanted to ask, but it's like a carefulness kind of thing, right? I'm carefully made. I'm not slaply made. There was a lot, of, there's been a lot of planning into putting me together. And the result, God, you did a good job. When I look at me, you did a good job. <laughs> in today's society, yeah. Though, <laughs> in today's society, though, I think people would say, you very considered. But I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, who, who are we going to believe? God says what He mean. God says what He means, and He means what He says.
2: Right. Yeah. You know the, the, other, the other thing too. Bob, I understand what you're saying. The other thing too, when I think about fearfully, I think about when we talk about the fear of the Lord, right? So it reminds me fearfully of being almost like when God made you, it was it was there was a holiness to it. Mm. You know, I, I sort of correlate the fearfully to God's holiness that um, he, he put part of his, his being, you know, in us because mm-hmm. we're made in his image. Yeah. So I look at it as, as that way, too. And um, it's so funny because, um, you know, God, God knows what he's doing. He, how, how, when you think about it, he actually made us. Yeah. Like, who can do that? Like,
1: <laughs> you know. And I heard someone speak to this week saying, you know, you when God made you like you know an engineer put a plan together, um he put mm-hmm. this plan together and some other people can recreate the model but with you, he threw the the plan away because he didn't want that to be created and it cannot be created. you're a masterpiece and I like that That's you know right. I like that and and I, right. I love that I think we have to come to this place to not I feel a lot of insecurity come to people because society make them think that they need a false humility and then mm-hmm. try to fix that false humility, humility, you know? So it's like you go going in circle. I see no problem by examining by the, my fault. My default is I'm nothing without Christ. Anything good that I can accomplish is God's given. Right. And when it comes to the Holy two, I have nothing good to offer. That's my default. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I have to recognize my skills, my abilities, my, 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 my positives. I have to recognize them and live in that and say, Hey God, you did good. You know, (laughs) I'm happy with this. (laughs) I'm happy with that. No complaint. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And let's remember the physical is great, but the inner self is the most important thing. Let's make sure like Michelle said, fearfully, I think she think fearfully means, you know, holiness, a sense of holiness, I think we were made for worshiping jesus that's what we were made for whether you're a christian or not you were made to worship jesus let's come home let's come home let's come to to live in in, in the better self that we are with respect to inner person michelle we are coming to an end and we are not gonna finish <laughs> uh. we are not gonna have a chance to finish fully Finish the whole thing, but it's been a good conversation. But do you want to point something final things out, or
2: yeah? I mean, I think, um, you know, just know that the, the Lord, he, 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 He formed you, um, you know, in His before you, before you were born, He knew you, right? And, um, and He loved you, and He put something in you. There may be, you know, somebody out there modeling they think, I have nothing, I am nothing, right? Um, what what has been put in me, with how I live or whatever the situation is. But God has put something in each and every one of us, something something special and unique considered sort the of love in us. I mean, just think about it. The 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 what is it, the master in the clay, you know, he formed you, um and and, and brought you to life for a reason. So I would just say you are fearfully and wonderfully made, and God is amazing, and He thinks you're amazing too. So just trust Him; He's with you always.
1: Just trust Him. Yes, and I want to say this. I want to say let's to add to what Michelle say. We in Second Timothy, I think, or 1 Timothy, Paul, um, there's a verse that says, "Fit for the master's use." Right? He made us. Mm-hmm. There can be vessels of honor and vessels of dishonor. Let us strive to be the vessels of honor. Let's pray to be the vessel of honor. My prayer is always, oh, God, please don't let me be the vessel of dishonor. Let me be mm-hmm. a vessel of honor fit for your use. And I, I love this song, Michelle. It says, when he was on the cross, I was on his mind. I'm not mm-hmm. an ego trip. I'm nothing on my own. I've made mistake and I often slip. I'm a, I'm common flesh and born. But I'll prove someday just what I say. I'm of a special kind. For while I while he was on the cross, I was on his mind. He says, yeah. For he knew me, yet he loved me. He whose glory makes the heaven shine, and I say smile. I'm so unworthy of such mercy while he was on the cross i was on his mind so i, I love this one
2: love that. Mm-hmm.
1: i love it it's just comforting and then there's this i want to leave you th- michelle it's been an honor
0: <laughs> it's been an honor <laughs>
1: hopefully we can pick up sometime we can pick up sometime when this continue the chap the verses but i want to leave this yeah. john 17 verse 1 And I'm going to skip some, but that was Jesus speaking, paraphrasing. Father, the hour has come glorify your son, that your son may be glorified, may glorify you for you granted him authority over all people that he Mm -hmm. might give eternal life to all those you have given me, given him. So the point is you Christians you are given to jesus christ for eternal life and let's continue to live like that love you michelle and you who are listening love i you love less. you and jesus actually mm-hmm. love you more than i love you i can actually say that honestly
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he loves you more love than
1: marilyn loves you but i do love you god bless you and have a great you. and wonderful one
3: you are about to experience are true. They will change your life if you let them, for they come from the very heart of God. He loves you, and He is the Father you have been looking for all your life. This is His love letter. brought you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who don't know me. I am not distant and angry, but am the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you simply because you are my child and I am your father. I offer you more than countless as the sand on the seashore and I rejoice over you with singing I will never stop doing good to you for you are my treasured possession I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul and I want to show you great and marvelous things if you seek me with all your heart you will find me Light in me and I will give you the desires of your heart. For it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine. For I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are broken hearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day, I will wipe away every tear from your eyes, and I'll take away all the pain you have suffered on this earth. I am your Father, and I love you even as I love my son Jesus. For in Jesus, my love for you is revealed. He is the exact representation of my being. He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you and to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I love that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son Jesus, you receive me. And nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father, and will always be father. My question is, will you be my child?